I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And this is Come Through, Queen. Wait, Mom. Yeah. Do you have any more heels? I can't really walk in Thank these. You, no, I have no other heels. Oh, I'm gonna have, to, I'm gonna have to learn how to walk in them in I two can't. seconds. My ankles are like. I know. They're uh, Christian Louboutin. You got to figure it out. Can I wear sneakers? Yes. Yeah, yeah wear your sneakers. Actually, I don't give a <laughs> You may have noticed that Brennan is not present. He is in Los Angeles, city of short buildings and dusty hills, but. In his place, we have fan favorite guest, Peach Larm. Hello. Back in the house. Welcome back to me. Um, there's so much going on in the world right now. Lots of important media. The greatest movie of all time came out this past weekend. Us. I Us. loved it so much. This, I cannot stop thinking about it. Me too. Me too. Genuinely, I keep thinking about it. I keep talking about it. Are you going to see it a second time? I kind of want to. I kind of want to as well. Yeah. I've got the whole, I've got like the next two or three weeks by myself. Hmm. Zach is out of town. Wow. So I think I'm going to like solo movie wow, on a wow, Sunday, wow. which is my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. I'll watch oh, it again. Alex likes to do that when I'm, when he has a day off from work and I'm working, mm-hmm. like go in the middle of the day to Alamo, get a milkshake. That sounds nice. <laughs> um, but us. Okay. If you haven't seen it, first of all, run to a walk to go see it. But we are going to have a slightly spoilery. No, it is going to be a spoilery conversation right now. So if you don't want to hear that, fast forward maybe a good two or three minutes. Uh, and I'll put something in the show notes. Like you could look on your iTunes. I mean, your play, like playlist app and see where we stop talking about it. Timestamps. Okay. So timestamps. Uh what what do you think? So Lupita, I think genuinely probably should get an Oscar nomination for that. Oh yeah, like you know, because people get Oscar nominations for playing like different characters and this like playing these two characters in a scene together. The voice alone, that weird body stuff that she was doing in the fight at the end was amazing. It was it was a beautiful dance, a beautiful dance, yeah. Elizabeth. 
Moss, my Scientology <laughs> queen. I loved so much. Just that, like, if someone, anyone, anyone who is listening, please find me a gif of her putting on lipstick and post <laughs> it on a show page, post it somewhere. I want to use it. Ugh. Wow. Um, there's not really a bad actor in the bunch too. No. The whole family is amazing. Yeah. Even those children and like you can't count on children. Did you see that the creepy Elizabeth Moss's creepy twins were Jennifer Aniston's babies on Friends? I did see that. Yes. Blew my mind. Actually, I thought they were a little one note of like everyone in the whole cast. I didn't like looking at their face. Mm, okay. Which like if you're listening, you're wonderful <laughs> actresses and beautiful gems. I did not care to look at you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um I feel like, you know, the story was a little bit of a mess, but I don't really care about that. Mm -mm. Like, there's so much more to appreciate the cinematography, the humor of it all, the fact that my heart was racing the entire time. The entire, from the moment that they showed up in the driveway until the end, I was like strapped in. Yeah. Um... What did you think of the the twist? Did you did you see it coming? I didn't, and that's why I keep thinking about it. Is because once the twist happened, I started like revisiting all the stuff that I thought was annoying and stupid about the first part of it, and was like, oh, actually, this all makes more like mm. it makes more sense that she, that other Lupita can talk. Yeah, it makes more like it makes more sense that like. I don't know. Just all of it made like slightly more sense yeah. after the twist, yeah. which was great. Um, what else? I I just remembered today. Like, oh, the reason why Elizabeth Moss cut her face during that weird little part is because other Elizabeth Moss got plastic surgery <gasps> recently, and that's why they added that little bit in. Oh, like, there are I little things that. like that that I keep recognizing. Like, oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. I mean, that's why I want to go back and see yeah. it. Even though I think going back and seeing it, knowing what we know, will make the story portion of it all more frustrating. Mm-hmm. Because that will still not make a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, the tethered, the government just stopping doing it. That's what I didn't care for. I know. But it's fine, because it was just like... A ride. We were just like, we were on that roller coaster. Yeah. I didn't mind when somebody said government experiment and usually my eyes would glaze over yeah. at that point. So obviously if you've listened this far, you've already seen it and hopefully enjoyed it. Um, Run don't walk. Can't wait. Run don't walk for a second time, I guess is what we're saying here. And Dan is a tethered <laughs> and that's all you need to know about that. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, all right. I need to now briefly touch down on Mariah Carey. Where did she, was she at Barclays? Radio City. Beautiful, beautiful mother. Which is, I've been there just recently, this past fall, for Christina Aguilera. Okay. So, Mariah had one night at Radio City. I've only seen her at Beacon, and it was her Christmas concert. And this was obviously different, like, caution is great. I'm assuming this was caution focused. Yeah. So... I like I've never seen Mariah before, which is crazy because like she was maybe the third album I ever got after uh, TLC, Crazy, Sexy, Cool, and Blues Traveler, and then (laughs) and then Honey, and then no, I'm a little a little bit older than Daydream. Got it. Caution, heavy. 
not caution heavy, caution focused, okay. but still going the breadth of the career. There was a justice for glitter moment, like a medley, okay. which the crowd was losing its mind. A stand in the front row had a glitter vinyl that she signed while doing the Justice for Glitter medley. The banter, as you can expect, was amazing. Was the fan in the front row Greggy Bennett? Uh, it was not him, but I did spot him from our mezzanine seats, getting his life the entire time. All three times that I've seen Mariah in concert, he was there. Oh, yeah. Physically present in the first row. In the row. front row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, oh yeah, the banter was what you expect. Lots of dollings, lots of things that she's like um, explaining that are like her quirks that everyone who knows anything about Mariah already knows. She's like, oh, the 500, 500 hours of beauty school, darling. Like, I could handle this makeup myself. Um, talking she, about the tracks, like as if we don't already know them all. She's wearing the exact costume that you would assume it's just different like it's a skin tight sparkly silver dress with gloves and then it's maybe like a red one of the exact same yeah and just switches back and forth um yeah the outfits are amazing there's one that's um black that has like a neon silhouette that's like extremely thinning so mariah is skinny, skinny. <laughs> Facts uh, or facts. Also, we've already talked more in depth about Mariah in this moment than those queens on Drag Race last week oh, who yeah. were tasked for diva worship for Mariah did that entire time. Yeah, I have more points of reference from just this one tour than sure. those, that whole group of queens. But the tour is still ongoing. Run, don't walk to that. Definitely do. She sounds great, I'm assuming. She, she does. like, shockingly good. Um... I've heard like mixed messaging of whether or not she was singing live the entire show. I can tell you there were portions of the show she definitely was singing live. Then there are other portions where Alex and I were looking at each other thinking like, I'm not sure about this one. <laughs> She's giving herself a break. <laughs> but, but to that, I say, good. Yeah, because, take a break. Because Alex and I saw Tony Braxton and she tried to do it all without a stitch of background vocals. And doing it down low. And do, but like lots of yeah. audience sing along, lots of breaks, lots of letting the background singers handle the load. Like, give me the backing track. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Because I'm there to just have fun. Yeah. Like, I'm not there to, to like judge every single note that you're hitting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And you have seen the Elizabeth Moss. No, Elizabeth. The Elizabeth, <laughs> the Elizabeth Holmes. Documentary. Um, that is also a, a run, don't walk situation. Like the creepiest woman you will ever see in your entire life. She is a tethered. Have you heard her? Vo She's a tethered. First of all, have you heard her voice? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's it's lower than both of ours. I could live in it. It makes <laughs> absolutely no sense. No sense whatsoever. Like I, I can't wait for the. Jennifer Lawrence movie. I can't wait for the gay Halloween costumes as oh, yeah. Elizabeth Holmes. Like she also is doing a thing for half of the time where her hair doesn't make any sense. It's if you very watch dehydrated. it, it's super dehydrated, <laughs> but also sometimes they show it a 360 and it looks like, do you remember in Beverly Hills when they have um, like when they used to have the twenties parties all the time mm, and Kyle would yeah. tuck her, 
stupid hair up in a bob and it was like long hair mm. but still a bob yeah, but yeah. long at the same time yeah it's exactly that but it looks like fried dehydrated <laughs> half bob you can't tell how long it is it's amazing she is an inspiration free elizabeth she also has um dorinda lipstick the entire time like a little smudgy well it's just sort of like it doesn't make any sense like maybe mm. she put it on altered like mm. yeah well, I will be tuning that in because we have recently, Alex purchased the HBO like standalone thing for the Leaving Neverland. Special. I could have just first of all given you my HBO go oh, log yeah. on. Second of all, this is the summer of scam. Like scam your way in. First of all, I know summer of scam. <laughs> scam your way in to an HBO go without paying. Uh, I know we just like want to support the arts. Sure, <laughs> HBO needs your money. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have a few news items to get to before we get to the shows. So, unless you've been living under a rock, Portia Williams, future McKinley, had her baby. So, this is straight from that grape juice. Since joining the Real Housewives of Atlanta six years ago, Portia Williams has emerged as one of Bravo's most loved peach holders. Loved? Yes. <laughs> And in a testament to her potent popularity, it's been confirmed that she has landed her own spinoff. Last week, the new mother welcomed her first child with fiancé Dennis McKinley, a daughter named Pilar Gina. It's been revealed that the cameras have been chronicling her journey, for she officially announced a special aptly titled Porsche's Having a Baby. Per Williams's reveal, the show will premiere April 28th after concluding... After the concluding installment of the Real Housewives of Atlanta season 11 reunion. So this is like a candy ski, ski trip. Yes. I dream of Nini. It's like a eight or 10 app and she gives uh, birth like less. halfway through. I would say like four or five episodes. Yeah. Uh, but I'm totally in on this because Portia's the highlight of the season. She is. Yeah. I mean, she's the comedy queen. She's the only one giving you... Well, now that Nini is dark, yeah, she's the only one giving you any comedy. Mm. Even Shamari is dark. Yeah. Everything's I mean, a little dark. Everyone has comedy moments, but Portia the season, like from start to finish, has been hilarious after yeah. every episode. Uh, I'm curious to see what cast of characters she invites in. It's obviously going to be the family, the hot dog king, Lauren... Like Sh- Shamia's her friend. Shamia's her actual friend. And then the luxury of the people who have these spinoffs, I think, is they decide which other housewives they want to welcome into Phaedra, the fold. Phaedra, come oh out God. and play. Could it be? Phaedra could come back. <laughs> well, like, I feel like that's in the cards. It's in the cards for the show, but I want, like, let's preview it here. Mm-mm-mm. She went to the baby shower, the legendary baby shower for Andy. Yes. Let's put her in a Porsche baby shower. I, 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 there's got to be like footage or pictures from Porsche's baby shower. We can Wait. find out if Phaedra was there. Did you see Apollo's getting an early release? I read it on your favorite blog, your Tamron Tattles. Oh, <laughs> yes. He's getting an early release. When? He's like coming out, I think, shortly. <gasps> I think by the end of 2020, he's coming out or by the end of this year. I mean, that's like plenty of plot Imminent. alone. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Um, so yeah, going to tune into Porsche's having a baby. I'll watch it. Congrats to Porsche on having the little PJ. 
PJ, that's dark. <laughs> well, that's what she's been calling the, the baby I all know, along. but I don't like it. I love it, Portia oh, Jr. I guess it is Pilar. It, it, that's PJ. her initials. Okay, it's her actual initials. Yeah. She can call it PJ. Fine. Okay, and then still in the Atlanta cinematic universe, Jezebel interviewed fan favorite Tanya Sam. I have not read this, and I want to hear about it, because you, you really like her big Dana Pam energy and I've got mixed feelings about her. She, but like she does it better. She has a better execution of that energy. Oh yeah. Like no one was buying what Dana was selling. Also, everyone was afraid that Dana was going to murder like Kim or one of them. Yeah. So the headline is a convo with Tanya, Sam, the bubbly and proudly thirsty new face of real housewives of Atlanta. So the article starts off with new cast members in Housewives franchise rarely get past the brigade of old cast members without a rush of judgment. Kim Fields, Eva Marcel, and Shamari DeVoe all began as fish out of water on Real Housewives of Atlanta, and Kim didn't even make it to a second season. In experiencing a hazing of her own on the current season, Tanya Sam has come across as, to put it gently, eager. (laughs) She admits to being a people pleaser. Sam is well aware of being perceived as thirsty by viewers, but on the show, she's an exuberant burst of sunshine, even if such energy sometimes confuses her castmates. So this is an interview with Clover Hope. So Clover asked, there's this first season thing where viewers look at new people as thirsty, quote unquote. Shamari also gets this label. Do you think there's something sometimes lost in translation in the way you come across in the first season? Have you gotten this thirsty label? So Tanya says, no. I find thirsty among women such, to be honest, it's fairly offensive. Because what does that mean? Like you're ambitious, you're going after something you want. When people call you thirsty, people want to call me thirsty, they can call me thirsty. I would tell more people to get thirsty. And then Clover says, you should make that a (laughs) t-shirt. I feel like that, like, you need to be thirsty. On this, like, on a series like New York, Atlanta, that's been on for over 10 seasons, you can't come in. And like be a background character. Well, also Atlanta has so many Atlanta has so many supporting people, and you could tell they're mm. only giving like a couple of them peaches. So you've got Eva, you've got Shamari, yeah, you've got Hokanda. What's her name? <laughs> the secret weapon. No, that Shamari's the secret weapon. No, no, no. Of Hovana, Hovana, <laughs> and ta- and it's uh, Tanya and Marlo, and it's obvious yeah. they're all like fighting for spots. It's yeah, fully yeah, yeah. the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. So like, if she's gonna show up and try to get paid, she's got to deliver some storyline which she does she gave us a hibachi she gave us she gave us hibachi which was solid (laughs) she drove this entire she drove this week oh yeah this week's episode which we will be getting to yeah um i want to see more of her read the full interview because like she does come across as a very interesting person like she talks more about her background in like science and tech which is she's Wait, she Tanya, is our Tanya's a STEM queen? They, they actually ask her about Elizabeth Holmes in the interview as well <laughs> to just bring it back full circle. Tanya's STEM queen. <laughs> so, Rhonda walked to that. Good for her. Um, while we're on the subject, let's move it right along to Real Houses of Atlanta. I, this week's episode. I, I, want, I want Eva to be different than she is. Uh, in what way? I... Was very excited about her as like a full time housewife and yeah. thought she would show up and like 
scrap with people in the way that she did with Marlo on that bus. I mm. thought she's like going to get into it. And instead it's a lot of like weird crying, like mm. personal drama, storming out of rooms. Yeah. Like, I didn't love whatever was happening with her stalker. She's got a stalker. Oh, her ex, her ex guy who I is the mother. Was a girl. No, it's the guy. It's the, I think it's the, the father of, her daughter, isn't it? Okay, it's the actual father of her oldest that is going to find her. Like, none of that was clear yeah. to me. Well, let's set that up a little bit. So, Nini and Tanya, star of the show. Nini and Tanya <laughs> went to Marlowe's, which we have. We ever seen Marlowe's? Oh, yeah. You haven't been to the Hamptons before? That's what it's called, the Hamptons. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Uh, then she's like, when someone new comes in, she says, welcome to the Hamptons. I... Yuck. I, mean, I know we, she's problematic, but... But have we been there on the show before? Yeah. When? I think earlier this season, but also prior seasons as well. I don't remember this, but you're a, a yeah. scholar and a yeah. historian. Okay, so the streets have been talking. The streets have been talking <laughs> about Eva. I love when the streets are talking. Yeah. And all the bridesmaids have approached Marlo. Uh, and one in particular... A disgruntled <laughs> bridesmaid has come to Marlo to air out her grievances against Eva. So Eva le- lives in a a raggedy little house. The car has been repossessed. And none of the bridesmaids <laughs> are talking to Eva. <laughs> Which may, uh, maybe so. Maybe so. Um, Marlo like is really keeping a lot of this whole season moving. Yeah. And Marlo wants a peach. Nini... I'm shocked. Nini was like a little, I felt like a little too eager for. Oh yeah. She was excited to have a storyline. That's not about Greg. Did Eva do anything to her that I'm forgetting? Or did she just flip a switch from like really giving a terrible wedding speech to now she's like ready for Eva to get embarrassed? No. So she, so the way she's painting the picture is that she and Eva are so close. She's like, Eva's like a little sister to me. I need to be the one to tell her. Meaning, like, I need to be the one to have a big pivotal scene. I don't know. Okay. Um, OLG 2 is ready. I do love the theatrics of acting like Mama Joyce and the two aunts have anything to do with this. Oh, like they're personally (laughs) cooking all the meals. Yeah. Yeah. Like they prop them up on the stage and Bertha cannot be bothered. (laughs) Like, I've said it before. Give us a Vanderpump Rules OLG, like the old lady gang rules. Honestly, that's a really good idea. It would be so I good. I think it would be good. And now that you've got two locations, you can do all yeah. like Sir Pumps yeah, yeah, going yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Going back and forth. Uh, and we learned that Candy is moving forward with the surrogate. And then we got that whole family sit down. But I I think you pay more attention on Instagram than I do. Is is there is there any progress with that to date or uh, I don't know, but with a surrogate, that's easier to hide. Yeah, because it's not like she's going to be posting like pictures of her surrogate. She'll you know, bring it up at the reunion or something. I'm sure that's going to be touched on in the reunion, especially with Andy famously just having a baby through surrogate. Fair, yeah. Um, but Riley is really like out of line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it definitely seems like a scene that they all like discussed ahead of time as a family if i can't imagine um 
Candy being comfortable with Riley being that out of line unless they had sort of like talked about it in advance. Candy but, but produces it, a lot of that shit. But then like by the same token, why are you letting your daughter look so bad? Yeah. I don't know. I, but, don't, I but, feel like usually she looks so good. Usually like all the kids in Atlanta look, except for Nini's kids, usually all the kids in Atlanta look really yeah, good. Yeah. Um, but like Riley kind of vocally stands by not wanting Ace, who is in the room. <laughs> but can't understand that he's not welcome yet. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Well, That's she does, the justification. She does give him the hug while... Telling him while that she Todd, wished he was never conceived. Yeah. No, yeah. while Todd's like yelling him for like grabbing the pizza or something. How old is Candy? Are we guessing? Oh, I could do it. I can figure, I think is Candy she, like Tinsley aged? I think she is. Okay. Candy Burris is officially in her. the age of 42. Yeah, that's like Tinsley yeah. age. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So that's definitely going to be touched on on the reunion. So that'll be good to see what's going on there. Um, what else is going on in Atlanta? I feel like nothing until... We, well, Nene and Greg have discussion yeah i my speaking of people who like keep letting themselves look bad and i don't know why this conversation where nini keeps like telling greg that he's being selfish during his chemo is insane to me well to me it seems like she legitimately does want to separate I know, and I also think the weird part for me watching it is I think she thinks that she looks good. I think she thinks that, like, the the viewers will side with her and not the person undergoing the chemotherapy, which is, like, I think a big swing. Yeah, a swing and a mess. A swing (laughs) and a mess. Uh, We see a little bit of the party planning with Portia, and here's a concept. Everyone knows... A carnival has to have a kissing booth. But instead of kissing, what if we vote on the baby's gender instead? (laughs) That party planner. Where did she come from? Where did she go? Just like the (laughs) first part of a brainstorm, but this was what they're going with. Like the weirdest brainstorm idea. But like, okay, so... Brennan and I have both pretty much said we're not like crazy about these gender reveal parties. Um, but to actually have the, the, the studio audience vote as if they have a controlling say, <laughs> yeah, but then like, okay, so let's say the vote is 75% boy and 25% girl. And now we reveal it's a girl. Like, are we visibly sad during this? Are we are celebrating? We, are we rewarding? Is there like a pot for people who got it right, who guessed right? Yeah, it's a, it's just one of those um, those lotteries. It was apologies. I do pay close attention every week. Did you watch Gretchen Rossi's gender reveal? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. you talked about it. That here. was very sick. Yeah, that was the sickest thing I've ever it, seen in my life. It had Heather Dubrow production value. Like a sweeping drone shot. I scared Zach on a Sunday morning. I woke him up to be like, watch this. And not for any reason. Um, But I would like Portia to do a Gretchen Rossi. 
Yeah. Gretchen Christine Boudet reveal. Hopefully that's in Portia's having a baby. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we learned that Shanita is not only anonymously making phone calls, revealing about Eva, but she apparently choked the the wedding planner, we learned. <laughs> um, but Eva's kind of talking about, like, all the bridesmaids are kind of giving her trouble now. Uh, she's explaining to Candy why, she, why she's moving from one rental to another rental. Have we met any of the bridesmaids in previous episodes? No. I know we met the wedding dress, like the friend who designs yeah. wedding dresses or is a stylist. Well, we met the mutual friend of Hovana and Eva. Yeah. Tiffany, I believe her name was. Mm-hmm. But so. Wasn't one of the bridesmaids a sister? I'm not sure about that. But we, so like the fact that we have not had those scenes, we got those flashback scenes of the bridesmaids uh, like causing trouble during the wedding. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so she like brings up to like Candy, uh, Eva's kind of like doing damage control before it all blows Preemptively. up with Candy, like talking about the restraining order, talking about the bridesmaids, setting it all up. Who, how does she know? Did a producer tip her off or does she just have a feeling like i feel like she might know just from like the bridesmaids giving her the cold shoulder somebody's telling her like shanita's calling around and wants to take it to marlo yeah (laughs) she's taking it to the hamptons baby (laughs) um okay so we have oh so we get to the olg opening yeah even Hovana is invited. Hovana's there. <laughs> Tanya's wearing a jacket, or Tanya, Tanya, Tanya. Tanya's wearing a jacket that I really like, actually. Oh, style icon. I want some style icon, winner of the style off award. I like that fringe look. Marlo oh is. God, maybe winner of the fringe runway on Drag Race. By the way, Marlo is wearing a Nini Leaks <gasps> cast off wig. Marlo, it like looks like Nini in that it's, wig to me. It's maybe Marlo's best wig. It. Okay. I loved it. I, I, you didn't love it? I don't know if I loved it or not. I was so surprised to see Marlo as a full blonde mm. that I didn't know what to do with oh, it. I loved it. Okay. Shamari is there pre-drunk. <laughs> She's there to <laughs> She's have, have, have the OLG cocktails. Mother of twins. Shamari. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. So all does not go according to plan. Nini is not the one to inform Eva as what's going on. Instead... It's our girl, Tanya. <laughs> Get that screen time. Get that screen time, queen. So Tanya tells Eva what everyone's been saying. Eva bolts out of there. Nini's pissed at Tanya for something else now. She's calling Eva. Eva makes demands that she will talk to Nini as long as it's not on camera. And there's some like break the fourth wall stuff where with Nini where she's talking to producers and being like, I can talk to her. I just can't do it on camera. And they're like, keep her mic'd, keep her mic'd. And... They keep her mic. They keep her mic. And I think this is brought up during the reunion because Eva talks about Nini still having the mic. Oh. But I don't think Nini, or not Nini, I don't think Eva looked too crazy. I oh, don't yeah. Know. She wasn't like that upset because I think when Eva and Michael came back after talking to Nini when it was just the audio, like, they ended up getting their point of like their point of view across. Also, Chateau Charest has existed in Atlanta. Like if if Eva was a little broke, like that's fine. Yeah. Atlanta Housewives, you're allowed to be a little broke sometimes. Yeah. 
So Marlo also continues to like say even more. She says, they say in LA she's a full-blown <laughs> lesbian. <laughs> and granted, this is like allegedly of allegedly's. I remember reading like message mm. boards when her season of America's Next Top Model was over that like she was in a relationship with Missy Elliott. Well, that was a plot line last season. Who brought, I think Shamia brought Shamia it up last brought it season. Up, yeah. And then, and then Eva yelled at Shamia for that. So like, this isn't new for Marlo to accuse her of that. Although of all the people who are exhibiting same sex tendencies in Atlanta, Eva has been pretty chill about it. Yeah, she's just living her life, planning her wedding. Shamia's putting her full face in, like, Tanya's vagina. Like, it's... it's <laughs> There are different things going on. Uh, so, next week is the finale. Kenya's I, back, baby. Uh, beautiful mother. We got, we got the trailer for the reunion. It's the world against Nini. Yeah. I watched... Um, I'm ready. I'm ready, yeah. Nini is doing... That... I feel like that reunion is going to be rough for Nini because Andy is doing like Andy is telling her what to do. And she's straight up. She spends a lot of time in the trailer arguing with Andy mm. and that's never a good place to yeah. be. Even this is post baby. Like we live in a world now post baby shower. So like her duties as an OG are done in terms of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's take a quick break. We'll get back to all the shows that we still have to discuss. The remainder. And we are back with Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules vacation to Puerto Vallarta. I know. I was upset that we had too much Tom Tom and not enough Mexico. I agree. Um, It kind of picks up with everyone getting ready for the Tom Tom opening and I think having that daily mail party kind of like took the wind out of the sails for this Tom. To, like we know exactly. it's open. We know what it looks like. We've been inside. We've had drinks in there. We've seen these purple cocktails that they're all drinking. We've it, seen Lisa be very drunk yeah. in Tom Tom. So like, I'm not going to get excited over a stupid motorcycle and a sidecar. I didn't need like really a three episode runway to learn about like the purchase of this motorcycle and then for them to use it. I don't need to know that they had to put gas in the motorcycle before it came. Yeah. I do need to know what Carter was gaming on his PS4. I care care about that. It sounded like it was a sports game, which not here for that. Sometimes I catch myself being attracted to Carter, despite his garbageness, even after the season, yeah, even even now, even to this day. Well, because originally he was getting a bow at it. Oh yeah, but just like a bow at it without confessional, without a speaking part, <laughs> just a background bow. When he called uh, Sandoval Sia for wearing that oh, floppy yeah. wig when Sandoval was having a breakdown, that was that was an iconic moment for yeah. Carter. Um, they're getting ready. Duty's they're- allowed to come. And she, she feels like this is a big moment for her storyline wise. And no one else feels that way. (laughs) Including the viewership. She shows up and she's like, I'm going to be best friends with Lisa now. And we're all like, oh, nice to see you, Kristen. It's fine. I mean, she, surprisingly, like she always finds a way to be relevant each season. Uh, Do you think she's not relevant? I think she's a tethered. Oh my God. (laughs) To who? We have we haven't found her yet. <laughs> we haven't found her. The true, the true duty. Um, 
Yeah, so she shows up. She's invited. Carter doesn't go, I guess. Oh, he's busy gaming, I guess. He's too busy <laughs> with Madden football to go. But Sheena goes with, <laughs> yeah, Sheena goes. with Adam, and they have to sit in a corner. Because it's not the couple's corner, but we're not a couple, and we're dating, but we're, we're not dating. So gross. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> and then Brittany is doing shots against her doctor's orders. That I thought was wild. She won't eat spicy food despite her doctor's orders, but she will drink heavily despite her doctor's orders. Yeah, she won't have she won't have a cocktail because that because that's she can't have citrusy foods either. But tequila shots. The last line of defense. But then she had the big the big glass of tequila that she was pouring into a smaller shot glass. The ability of these monsters, these thirty like mid to late thirty year old monsters to casually take shots mm. will never shock me. So we're talking about the trip a little bit. Katie rolls her eyes at the fact that Carter's not coming on the trip because of work obligations. Well Katie Katie, who is my queen and I am the only person who loves, um, they're laying groundwork from the very beginning of like, Katie is in a foul mood. She feels like she's not being paid attention to. She's showing up to this party. She's upset at the opening. She's upset that she's not getting enough attention. She is upset. Quick side note. Have you seen the like 13 page Katie Maloney dossier on how she is? always right because i feel like you wrote it did i write it <laughs> no i do feel like i could write a 13 page report about how katie is always right i could write a side report also about how alex mccord is always right mm. but no I, I i would like to see this yeah this someone in the come through queen facebook group which you you have quit facebook so you're no longer yeah. a part of posted this this was written by like a fan of a of a vanderpump rules podcast as like uh like a, a scholarly work. <laughs> so <laughs> invested in this. Send uh, it to my work email so I can read it during yeah. the day. <laughs> I mean, it's like a PDF with like images, references, um, citations. This is like definitely up your ass. Like it's, it's I'm, as I'm ready. You. Yeah, it's you're it's, tethered. Wrote it's it. blue. Bo- <laughs> it's blue booked. It's like a legal document. Um. So. Oh yeah, Katie. So how do you feel about Katie being upset to Schwartz during the event? During the event, I feel like she needs to keep that to herself and pull an Ariana and be like super chill. Like he's got to socialize during the event and that's fine. Okay. Um, Where I think she starts veering into being right again is when... Some the producers get on the way to Puerto Vallarta. The producers get Tom Schwartz and uh, Sheena upgraded to first class, <laughs> and no one else gets upgraded. And that infuriates Katie that Tom would take the upgrade and not like give it to somebody else to sit with her. And I would be that passive aggressive about it. Oh, and then it's a downward spiral from there, where I think that she's actually right and presenting herself in the worst way possible my brain didn't register that she at first i thought she wanted him to give her the seat she wanted him she, to give someone else a seat i so think they could katie was sitting next to lala i think she she wanted him to give it to lala and sit next to her and they watch probably knowing katie probably notting hill mm. or some like two weeks notice or some trash movie and they get drunk together and they share headphones and like 
touch each other during the flight. It's a three hour flight max. He said two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. She just wants to like snuggle him on the plane. Mm. Do you have plane anxiety? Massive. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's so interesting. Alex, Alex does as well. I hate it. Do you need to sit in a particular seat? I would prefer a window if at all possible. Alex as well. Well, see, I, in my world, I would love the aisle. No. Are you, like, you go to the bathroom all the time? Uh, not so much that. I like, I like the aisle because you could stretch out a little bit more. Like, you can manspread a little bit. Um, and I feel less claustrophobic. I feel a little claustrophobic the farther in I get. I feel less claustrophobic in the aisle. Oh, no. I, no. I, like feel very comforted by the window seat Mm, like you're in utero or something yeah Yeah. it's that and it is um like big a big gulp full of bourbon and Mm -hmm. that will like take me through to the other side yeah i wonder maybe kate like maybe unmentioned was katie has flying anxiety because i feel like that like only because alex has flying anxiety would i like think to move seats but like if he didn't then i would be like what like it's the luck of the draw, baby. Am I imagining <laughs> that Katie used like has been taking a whole bunch of weed gummies because she's trying to drink less because she's such a monster when she drinks and mm. maybe she can't like fully cannabis out on a way to an international flight, so the anxiety's ramping up because she's not THC'd right mm. now. Well, she spends the whole flight rage texting we learned <laughs> rage texting which i'm glad i'm glad that's back although didn't we get shots of schwartz sleeping in first class schwartz is sleeping and sheena is like shoveling just handfuls of meat into her face Love it. enjoy that first class baby yeah um okay so they get, land they land we get Brittany walking against the wall to avoid uh her fear of heights <laughs> idiot dummy i also by the way like i you have a fear of heights no i live not far from the castle that Brittany and jacks are going to get married i'm from not far from there in kentucky and like drove zach past we spent christmas in tennessee and like the drive from tennessee to where i'm from goes past that stupid tacky castle and so like Drove past it, missed that castle, excited for them to get married at that stupid castle that I used to have to drive by all the you time. You should go. I could. Yeah. It's 45 minutes from my like family. Oh my God, perfect. So Brit- the reason Brittany has the fear of heights is because she had a dream that Santa Claus pushed her off like a high level of a mall. <laughs> dummy. Dummy. Uh- so you're so you're not a Britney fan. I love I love Britney because she feels very familiar to me. And I will also like I'll bring up this I'll bring this up later. Denise Richards is super familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Like I know Britney, but also at the same time, like Britney's not smart. Mm-hmm. She's not bringing a lot. So we get Mr. Schroeder, Mr. and Mrs. Schroeder, <laughs> which I think he should take her name. Yeah, yeah. What's his last name? No clue. No clue. Irrelevant, actually. It's now Schroeder. Um, and then we get to the fight, which, which Sandoval and Ariana can hear the entire thing. That was actually really entertaining. And I felt like this season, I've thought that like Tom Sandoval is really a 
huge like misogynist and generally hates all women oh. but watching him chill out with ariana and listen to this fight i was like oh he's he's maybe better than i gave him credit for i feel like he's got a good edit this season i know i still think he hates women mm. including his including ariana i think he gets away with a lot because ariana is chill enough that like mm. no one detects it if I, I will ask you, like, if Alex just straight up told you in a fight that he hates the sound of your voice <gasps> and wishes that you wouldn't talk, I these feel like fights, you'd have to say good day. Like, these fights are get, like, to the bone. It's too much <laughs> too quick. Also, the fight next week between Bo and Stassi in the previews Ooh. looks like too much. Where he's like sobbing and we get a view of that stomach tattoo. <laughs> he just wanted to go out for an extra two hours. Yeah, I don't like Bo hasn't proven himself to be a risky night partier. Yeah. So like, let him just go out there. And he hasn't fun. disappeared and wandered off to another villa yeah. like Schwartz. Yeah. Um, But... Tribing with a shitty wife, shitty wife for seven years. Ugh. I can't like if no one should say these things to their partner. It's too much. Yeah, you can't fight dirty like that. Yeah, it's so dirty. the The only other thing is that Sandoval called Lisa, and Lisa told. I don't know if this is in the preview or this episode. Lisa told him there was a line. Around the block, past Motherload, which is Brendan's favorite L.A. gay bar. <laughs> Brendan, you're sick. Um, let's move it along past Motherload to Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Your current Twitter name is Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy. I, I feel like... <laughs> you identify with Lucy? I feel refreshed and alive by this season of Beverly Hills. Really? I, I you ju- like I, it? I actually like it, and I know... You're in the you, minority. I know that I am. But like I could I could deal with a hundred episodes of who took that dog to the goddamn pound. Well, like the thing is the facts of the incident don't are not in question. It's more so like the orchestration around it all. And not to skip, but like the preview for next week is who told radar online yeah. about Lucy Lucy Apple Juice. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously Vanderpump. And then does that mean, like, after this fight, is that when Vanderpump disappears I think for so. the rest of the season? Well, I think this is, that's going to be episode eight. Yeah. So that's like halfway through a season. And then I think Camille rises as the villain for the rest of Good. the season. And I'm ready. Did you, <laughs> notice, did you notice that, um, so in the preview, or not the previews, but like, in the pictures for Denise and Aaron's wedding. And Aaron is, by the way, the hottest man on Bravo. <gasps> hottest man on Bravo currently. That um, schmuck he was wearing to the his wedding. <laughs> it, it, it screwed up. But the night before the wedding, they show a like a clip of a hat. Oh, the FBI. Firm, firm believer, believer in Jesus. Like, shouldn't it be FBI J? FBI, it should be, but that defeats the point of the pun. <laughs> that Aaron is wearing FBI. It makes it even better that he thought that was worth purchasing. But you know what's weird and like doesn't add up to me? For someone who is like body work, 
numerology. Like that isn't that's like not a tenant of Christianity. <laughs> Bodywork, numerology, heavy metal music, and Christianity. And I I that's the perfect recipe for I you. don't know why I'm so attracted to it because it feels like Kentucky. It feels like a mm. guy that would have been mean to me in high school. I feel like Aaron would also be served by like a a little bit better haircut. Yeah. Although I don't mind the long haircut and a Peter Madrigal sort of like. I don't mind a longer haircut, but like his is clearly like he goes to the barber. For that longer haircut. And if yeah. you're having a longer haircut, like you need to go to a salon. What was Denise's wedding dress? A vision. <laughs> a vision of love. <laughs> what was that? Was it a romper or was it a really, really, really short dress with a... No, it was a romper. Because they were... I, like, I think there were legs. Were there legs? Yeah. And then there was the, the dress part around it, which was like Michelle Visage... It's a piece of fabric. Yeah, it's a piece of fabric, baby. Tied around her like a towel. We also got flashbacks of everyone else's weddings. And I don't think my brain registered the fact that Dorit got married in 2015. Oh, yeah. Um, a, of course, because it's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Gatsby-themed party at the Rainbow Room. Oh, I didn't realize it was Gatsby-themed. Yeah, she said it was 1920s Gatsby-themed. It was the best night of her life. But, like... Did she join the show like months after she got married? She must have. Did she have the babies before she got married? How old are um, Jagger and oh, they're really the young. other one, Phoenix and Jagger? Oh, she's only been on the show for th- three or four seasons. Three. Three. No more than four. So three is 2016. So she could have had those two babies like bam, bam, right after each other. Like, yeah. we- like wedding, baby, baby, show. I know this isn't PK's first wife. Yeah. And I think they're definitely, like, Ken is friends with PK from a yeah. million years when they were in some sort of, like, I think. Yeah, the British. British mob. Yeah, yeah. With James with, Kennedy's dad. Yeah, James Kennedy's dad. So it must <gasps> Wait, be recent. Just to go right back to Vanderpump Rules for a split second. James Kennedy's dad rewarding him. With a beer. For staying sober with a beer. staying sober. This makes total sense. Again, as someone from Kentucky, this makes total sense. Okay, back to to Beverly Hills. Wow. I just had to go back there for a moment. Um, But yeah, the British mob, they're all all connected there. Um, The... Did you see the picture that they showed for Teddy and Edwin's wedding flashback? No. Where he's like posing like... Like serious soap opera pose more than Arena has ever posed. I so I I sort of like Teddy a lot this season, but I have a lot of like face blindness with her. Where like when they show things about Teddy, mm. purely about Teddy's life, it's mm-hmm. just blank. I don't love Edwin. He's I think gross. he doesn't excite me. He's gross. Um. Okay. So LVP like. I wonder if we're going to be getting, like, LV solo scenes, like this kitchen thing. Like, is the kitchen going to become a plot line once she's not friends with these ladies anymore? I don't So, where does the Vanderpump Rules scene where Teddy asks that was, Lisa to hire her brother? That must have been... Months ago. Months ago in the timeline yeah. of this universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and HUD no longer works there. I think we're not getting solo scenes at all. Yeah, I think she might... 
Is it going to be like when... I think she disappears and refuses to let them into her home. But is it going to be like um, when Aviva didn't go on the trip and they and she's not in the opening credits? Oh, that's a good question. And Camille like flits in and gets a, an open <gasps> credits. No, 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 no. We will riot in the streets. If Why? Camille... You want Camille to have a diamond? She's a, she can be a villain. We need villains. Yeah, but villains could be... FOH is going to be villains. Uh, Daniel Stop, yeah. Marlo to a degree. Marlo. Uh, okay, so Erica Jane is wearing a Lisa Renna jumper to this wedding. I, I also know that this is an unpopular opinion. Like, I still think that Erica is bringing it. Erica running through the looks for her tour. One of which looked very Monet Exchange finale uh, lip sync. Wakanda look. Yeah, which... That first... I don't don't know if those... I don't know if that should be a red flag for her. And one of them I felt like was very uh, Kylie Minogue. Mm, Yes, yes. 2003. Yes, like the hooded... Yep. Yes. Um, Rebecca Romaine and Jerry O'Connell at this wedding. Sure, why not? (laughs) I feel like we're like... That is breaking more of a fourth wall than even talking to producers. Yeah. I did he had a show on Bravo for five seconds talking about housewives from a straight man Although, perspective. Was it like am I dreaming this up, but didn't he get a show on a like a, syndi- a syndicated show now or something? I thought you're more of a Wendy Williams queen than I am. I thought he was like a he Wendy was Williams. Filling in, yeah. Did he have another show besides that? He I think they were testing him along with everyone else. He and Juicy Scoop and Sherry Shepard and Sherry Shepard deserves, even though I don't agree with her on many things, sure. including the flatness of the <laughs> earth, including the shape of this world that we live in. <laughs> um, Denise and her daughter's prepping. Love wear, her daughter's beautiful mother. Wear your sneakers. I don't give a shit. Love. <laughs> Denise reminds me so much. So there was a bar that was within walking distance of my house when I was in high school and they did not card (gasps) anyone and did not question me at like 17 wandering (gasps) in there. They had a mechanical bowl and I used to go in and I used to smoke um, (gasps) menthol cigarettes at Bobby Mackey's with like these random truck drivers and the women that I would make friends with at Bobby Mackey's remind me deeply of Denise Richards and they would just like spend their Thursdays riding on a mechanical bull in Wilder, Kentucky. And I love Denise so much. Just wear your, wear your tennis shoes. I don't give a shit. She doesn't care. My I love tennis her. shoes. You are so Midwest. What? What is sneakers? Sneakers. Oh. Tennis shoes. Tennis shoes like implies like I'm going to go play tennis. All, all shoes are tennis <laughs> shoes or okay. gym shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's letting the whole, uh, all, all the guests roast. Roast in like the noonday sun during a heat wave. In that poly blend. <laughs> Poor Erica is like in polyester for the first time in her life in 110 degree heat. And I liked the family walking down together. That was cute. I didn't like the infinity sign in multiple color roses. Oh yeah. That was. That was definitely Aaron's touch. <laughs> <laughs> I th- was hoping that they they planned it in a week and that was all they could get. Yeah, uh, we did get a paparazzi helicopter. <laughs> Lisa Rinna recognized one of the paparazzis yes. and waved at them. Beautiful, beautiful Lisa. Oh Rinna. my god, good woman. Her Twitter um, presence, by the way. Oh, unhinged. Amazing. Okay. Um, 
Anything else? Patrick Muldoon. I don't really know him. So, um, I watched Days of Our Lives religiously. He was... Mm. He was... Rena's man? Rena, no, he was Rena's brother oh. in Days of Our Lives. He was also on... Melrose Place, which Rena was on, mm. they briefly overlapped, but like he wasn't one of her love interests. Yeah, yeah. Jane killed him, and then Jane and Sydney buried him in um, like some wooded area. I don't mm. know, but he was in Starship Troopers with <gasps> Denise. Oh, I I saw that in theaters. He was like w- the other man who was trying to get with Denise, Casper Van Dien. Yeah, well, it was Casper Van Dien, and then it was Patrick Muldoon and Denise. Oh. So that was when they overlapped, when they were both hooking up with him, oh most likely. Goodness. Yeah, Patrick Muldoon. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then we close it out with Dorit reading the Radar Online article. Yeah, Lucy Luce. <laughs> Lucy Luce. Yeah. So, um, so since you're the guest, where do you stand on the Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy? Um, so... Dorit obviously felt weird about taking her second, second dog. dog back. <laughs> so she thought, like, I'll get some rando off no, of Craigslist. Here, a friend no, of a friend no, no, of a friend. No, no, no. It's not random. And I'll t- and she, we are not getting details because she wants to protect the identity of the woman who dropped it off to the culture. But we here. know the identity? No. I, um, I'm i sure, like, a Reddit freak knows, but okay. we as the general public don't know. I know, but I do feel like it's not a friend of hers. It's like a friend of a friend of a friend. I don't know. That she passes okay. this dog but off But continue to. on, yeah. And then, like, really, she thought she was trying to hide it from Lisa because she didn't want it to be mm-hmm. a thing. Lisa finds out, and then Lisa is fully, like... Lisa is arranging a Teddy Dorit fight. Yeah. And Larissa, or Larissa. Arisa. Arisa. Lisa wants Dorit to be the villain. Yeah. And is trying to set that up. And then it backfires because Teddy gets a little wild. Yeah. Well, wants Teddy to be a villain as well. Yeah. And then I think Lisa may be a little too sloppy too because sloppy. of her and just isn't thinking shit through. Like this she, radar thing, like you're not thinking it through. She's got. Vanderpump Vegas opening. So she's got too many plates spinning right now. I can't wait to go to Vanderpump Vegas. I think Lisa Reno was right. I think she got sloppy. <laughs> I think she just got sloppy. But I don't... She'll leave the show and she'll just continue on with like 97 spinoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want... um I want a Vegas spinoff more than I want a Vanderpump Dog spinoff. Because mm-hmm. like that's a whole nother world there. You know? And now that I've dipped my toe in with Lohan Beach Club into like Vegas VIP club. Wait, did you people? stick with it? Oh yeah. You stuck with Lohan Beach Club. It's not a wise thing that I did. Mm. It's probably more detrimental to my health than smoking, but I did it. Oh my god. For a full season. Okay. So let's move it along with Roni. New York, baby. What where are you at with New York right now? I, I feel at, first of all, I love it. I would spend a million years with these women. Like they're brilliant geniuses, but I feel weird this season because I love Luann and I at least think you love too many people. I think Luann and Bethany are, are morally in the right here, which is a weird thing Mm. for me. Bethany definitely is. Which is strange. I, often think that Bethany is the devil. This is the best season Bethany's had, I think, 
and and since like the original season. Exactly. Yeah, I can't get my arms around it. She got rid of Carol. Carol. <laughs> she why. had Carol killed, um, but she's coming off so good. Yeah. So we pick up from last week's Sonia Paper we're, Magazine event. We're at Sonia is dressed like Donatella Versace on the moon. And they're at that weird party. Um, a, a, I think probably 30 year old lesbian approaches Sonia. So and- to me, she looked like um, daughter Dallas Ups. You thought she looked like Victoria? Vic- she looked like Victoria. I remember Victoria having, am I wrong about what hair Victoria has? Victoria know. had a similarly bushy mane. I feel like if Victoria <laughs> and also Victoria had a similar like uh, deep voice. The only thing I can even dream of now is a world in which Victoria Deliceps hooks up with Sonia. <laughs> no, it wasn't Victoria. It wasn't Victoria. But but like... if but if only like <laughs> if what only. would that world be? Um, but it was just some complete rando who makes yeah. out with Sonia just viciously. But, okay, so the part where we're, we're picking up with Luann and Dorinda. Oh, I talking. forgot about that. Yeah. Don't you think Dorinda looked better in that than Lou did? Because Lou wasn't making eye contact. Yeah, and I think Dorinda would be coming off better this season if she would just lean into like, I want to mend fences. And then Luann would hang her. The thing with Luann is like, if you give her enough room, she will make herself look like an asshole yeah. every year. And Dorinda isn't giving Luann enough room to make herself look like an asshole. Well, the problem, the other problem is like Dorinda needs to more appreciate the fact that Luann just, exited rehab again yeah so whether or not like this was a rehab to avoid the reunion or something else like she's not coming across well by jumping down her neck and by the way and i know nothing about nothing yeah normally like i need to borrow six million dollars to buy a house upstate and everybody all like Annie with the blowout hair and like Barbara and all of them were like, oh, you were manic. It seems to me like it was more of an episode than it was like a relapse. Mm. Like maybe she had to be put away for a while. Yeah. I don't really know how to um, break that all down. That they got her. You can't get someone's power of attorney just because they're drunk. Yeah. I talked about that with Brendan and I couldn't really under, like. You don't just get power of attorney. Yeah, like that's willing. Like you have to be given. Process. Like, like you have to be given power of attorney by the person yeah. ahead of time, or else be appointed by like the court power attorney. And Which, it would normally not be Barbara Kay from down the block. Yeah, <laughs> I I could I can't make sense of it, but um, okay. What else? So, but I do agree with you. Dorinda came off looking better in that than she's in been that, looking. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so we are back in Sonia's townhouse. 
gross. It's so, so gross. She's in between tenants and fixing a leak in the ceiling. Uh, Dorinda comes over wearing a hashtag Team Hannah sweatshirt. I'm not sure why. Hannah hasn't been on. Oh, Hannah was on uh, like two seasons ago when they were going to Richard's yeah. grave. Yeah. And, she, and Hannah has actually a very. Um, I don't follow a lot of the Bravo Cinematic Universe on Instagram because I like to like focus more on like the actual people in my life. But she has a pretty fun and well-spoken Instagram presence. I, in terms of like she's talking intelligently about like the current events of the world. I just sort of confessed to like a couple of my friends the other day. I fully got bored at work and spent time reading Richard's obituary, <gasps> looking up the first husband <gasps> and what his new wife, like Hannah's dad, looking up pictures of them. <gasps> I spent like a weird deep dive into Dorinda's past. So you're very familiar with everything. Yeah. And I think Hannah's probably like, probably really smart. Yeah. I'm she like, she knows how she came across that first season. Yeah. And then was like, okay, I'm She's not going to do this. Off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so back to the townhouse. We got moldy curtains. Gross. So we got the straightest gay assistant to help. <laughs> Sonia. Sonia should be getting every LGBTQ ally award there is. Sonia's townhouse is the Alley Forney Center. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our generation's Alley Forney. It's so dark. <laughs> Sonia just taking in LGBT youth who have been kicked out of their homes and forcing them to pick up her dogs. Um, Give her toast. <laughs> no, but I, but like Dorinda really broke it down succinctly in terms of like Sonia in her new apartment, a normal human. Yeah. Sonia in the townhouse rambling about like the molding like she's Edie, Edie Beal. Big Edie, Little Edie, Miss Havisham. Like, it's it's insane. Um, yeah. So, we got that. Another... Wait, can I say... This just came to my mind because wine. But do you have any guesses as to what her intro line means? That, like, she's tired of being a top and now she's going to be a bottom. Does that have a real world no. meaning? She, she just, like, heard... Words during her Wednesday, Wednesday gay parties. Oh, God. And that's her tagline. I was hoping the answer was that, like... No, there's I no just meaning. I was hoping I hadn't thought it through. Although sometimes taglines are things that come up later in the season. Yeah. So something could happen. I wonder if Tinsley she... is having a full tennis-related story that, like, game set, she needs to find a match. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Tinsley... Dale. I mean, Tinsley knows her Apple days are numbered because she is bringing Dale with her to every event, filming scenes with Dale left and right. And Dale, I think she's making a very compelling case that Dale should be full time. Yeah. And people are calling for it, but you can't have a mother and a daughter. By the way, Dale looks great. Dale looks looks better than ever. Dale looks beautiful. I don't know how old. She she must be at least 60. She looks incredible. Oh, I mean, 60 is the the minimum. The minimum. But like, 
Ramona's 60. Yeah. So, she, Ramona's like 62 so at Dale this point. Dale is older than Ramona, and Dale still looks really good. Yeah. I mean, Dale is definitely a more compelling character than Tinsley right now. Yeah. It, like, Barbara Kay has more confessionals and plot points than Tinsley does. They did a flashback, by the way, to Tinsley crying over her eggs in that huh. scene with Dale and Sonia. Yeah. Um, also, that was when Sonia told us that her daughter graduated cum laude <laughs> and Sonia could not read that and just kept shouting, come lord, come lord, come lord. Um, but I do like the fact that... Um, I, apologies to the listeners. James... No, what, what's her ex-husband's name? Something Morgan. James oh, Morgan? Topper? No, 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 no. Oh. Sonia's ex-husband. Oh, uh something james pierpont pierpoint morgan yeah there's there's a j and a p it was nice that he was crying in celebration over um quincy's achievements and sonia does not understand the achievements if it was my parents it would have been like it was just cum laude it wasn't summa or magda like calm down jp morgan oh well i was just take like, a chill pill. i was just, i was, i too was a regular cum laude um, but yeah, so it was sweet, and Sonia was worked up about it, and that was adorable. So everyone's fuckable except for fuckable in Sonia's terminology, except for oh. Tinsley. I thought you were independently assessing the women. No, no, no. <laughs> we took no, such no, a turn. No, no. no, except for Tinsley, who was like a doll you dust off and take off the shelf and put back on the shelf. But I do have to say, Tinsley this season, there has not been a curl in sight. Which no. Is, kudos to Tinsley. Yeah. It took her a few seasons. I think she's modernizing her mm. look. Yeah, those curls were just like so 2007 I miss of her. Them. I miss the like flounciness of Tinsley. It's just a different time. But the. Don't worry, the, dre- like, the dresses are still. <laughs> still a lot of like lace. Still baby doll. Yeah, lace baby doll dresses in pinks and whites. Give Dale that apple. Give Dale an apple. Also, um, I think the next scene is Anne and Luann doing uh, God's Love God's We Love Deliver. Deliver. Joan Rivers' famous charity. I mean, the idea that Barbara doesn't have an apple is insane, and we can get to that later. But like, Anne is auditioning for an apple as well. Dale, Anne. Anne. Anne Dale. Lori, the realtor. We can, we've got a, a strong backbench. Yes. And stronger than the Democratic primary of people New, who want to. Uh, New York New usually does not have a bench. No, that's Atlanta's realm. This is very Atlanta right now. Yeah. And all of, all of them deserve an apple. Okay, so this God's Love We Deliver. They teach Luann how to ladle garbanzo bean soup. Although I do have to say, the ladling, the ladling process that he articulated was pretty complicated. Except, like, if you are a person who is in a kitchen, you would just do that instinctually. Yeah, you, he's giving her foolproof instructions on how to give consistent amounts soup. of soup yeah. that actually ha- are not just broth. Or not just... Like not the just, noodles. Yeah, not yeah. just noodles or beans or whatever. But Luann treats it as if it is fully rocket science, and then her arm gets sore and she gives up partway through. 
Well, she starts double ladling, which is the first rule of Soup Club is you do not double ladle. No, you get one full ladle. That's it. And the poor man that she was passing off to was like, don't stop double ladling. Uh, <laughs> um, she should have had that job, the putting the lid on the... If Luann's skill set really lies in putting a lid on a plastic <laughs> container... Well, obviously, like, God's Love We Delivered let her do this for the antics. Yeah, and for, like, the name recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they deserve. It's a wonderful charity. Donate to it. Yeah. Um, But Anne and her are just, like, little frickin' frack over here. Annie, get get your gun. From what I remember, they were college roommates. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. And I haven't been to a movie at Lincoln Center in a while. I remember she used to advertise at Lincoln Center constantly. And yeah, For she's her a real estate. She's services. a real star. Yeah, I. So it was I, like Annie, get your whatever. It's like Annie, get your lease or something. Was her little name, and then she would be like before the movie would start at the AMC in Lincoln Center. It would be an ad for her. I went to her Instagram page. She apparently won in 2018 America's. Best realtor. I don't know who gave her this award. It could have been like her child, <laughs> for all I know. <laughs> I hope it was her child. But she apparently is like a name, like a name in the game. I'm gonna look into it. Speaking, Which she would be a good. She'd be a good housewife. Speaking, she could be. speaking of a real a realtor with it with their name in the game, Lori. I keep seeing memes of this woman. I feel like I blocked her out of my mind. She, I don't recall this. Like, strangely, um, Amy Sedaris time traveled, watched this episode of Roni, then went back and filmed Broad City for yeah. her realistic character. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Broad City ending tonight, oh, R.I.P. I know. Although I'm, I'm excited to see them do things, but I want to see more from Abby. I want to see more from Abby. I care so much about the other two, by the way, that mm-hmm. I like feel like I'm not giving proper weight to Broad City because the other two is like deeply special to well, me. Well, like the other two is more timely, whereas Broad City feels like we're wrapping up. Yeah, you know. Um, but back to Lori. So she's assessing the so between Lori and Barbara Kay. We are really getting into Dorinda's apartment like we've never before. We're also getting into Bravo pivoting, pivoting to home improvement. These yes. are like they're shopping out pilots for these two women who are monsters. Um, but we're getting into Dorinda's apartment, and later Barbara will tell us Dorinda's apartment is not what she would have expected. But it's so funny because is Barbara's Hamptons home what we would have expected? No. 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 I'm also... A co-worker is currently helping me investigate where Barbara's home is. The Hamptons home or the Manhattan home? The Hamptons home, because it's across the street from a dog groomer. Mm. So we're trying to figure out dog groomers in East Hampton to figure out where it is. Wow, you really love an investigative (laughs) journalism. Exactly. Okay, so Lori is just grabbing on Dorinda every chance she can get. Yeah. I don't even know what the word she said was. Is this pre or post gangster brunch? Oh, I think this is post gangster brunch. Okay. 
We'll so return to Gangster we'll Brunch. Get, we'll return. I'm trying to figure out whether Dorinda has pink in her hair at this point. No, no, she washed it out. <laughs> <sighs> um, but yeah, the Lori, she'll get the job done. She'll help her rent or sell this place. If you are looking to buy, sell, rent, who are you going to? Is it Lori or is it Anne? I think it's Anne. Well, if I'm trying to get... Or maybe it's a different a different person for a different job. I am like that's what I'm trying to think about. I'm I, if I'm listing my apartment, mm. it's Anne. Yeah, there's something wily about Lori that maybe if I need an apartment, I feel yeah. like she'll she could kick somebody out of an apartment that I want. Yeah, she has a little more like scrappiness yeah. to her. <laughs> Insanity. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get back to gangster lunch. Bethany is arranging a sit-down in Little Italy for Luann and Dorinda to, like, hash out their differences. With Barbara. And Babs is going to be there, yeah. Okay, so Bethany dresses like a prosecutor. Sure. uh, Dorinda wears an Adidas look. Bethany interprets gangster as, like... uh, like old timey, like Goodfellas. I felt like Melanie Griffith and Working Girl. Melanie Griffith. And oh, Working okay. Girl. Like an eighties secretary. Sure, 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 sure. Um, Dorinda looks like Carmela's friend from The Sopranos. Yeah. In two thousand and one, Luann. It's funny, like so. I don't know who said it, but like Luann came dressed like Lou. Luann Lou didn't. Like Luann. Did Lou did not even look like Lou? Not a, she looked like she was wearing like pink, which is like not. Was it a dress? Was she wearing a dress? I don't too? think so. But it was just like not Luann colors, not a Luann look. No. And then Queen Barbara saves the day. Oh god! Coming in like a true in a fedora. gangster in a fedora. I cannot get enough of this woman. I feel like what's your re- like? This is the first time we're seriously talking about Barbara. What's your read on Barbara? I thought that when you and Dan were going on Me for the last, or you and Brenda were going on for the last like four months about this woman, that you guys had been lobotomized <laughs> and lost your absolute we minds. Have. And then within three episodes, I was like, I I would die for her. She is my god. I would die for her. I would kill for her. Like. I sign me up. I'm ready to watch you interact with her on Twitter where it's just like her posting 95 hammer emojis. Like sign me up. She's Hit me great. With a hammer. She's Barb. great. Um, a braided belt and a boot cut jean. She looks so good. Give her something must've happened that she doesn't have an apple. She's been, Absolutely crucial to the plot this entire season so like, far. Tinsley is not not even getting like a, a quarter of the screen time that Barbara's getting. Or Sonia. Or Sonia, really. Yeah. Sonia is more just like Sonia's antics. Yeah. Um, which is like her normal gig. But or, uh, Barbara has been moving plot. Okay, so this gangster lunch. Who's in the right? Who's in the wrong? Dorinda comes off looking a little worse here. Because she can't just say, like, yeah, I was screaming Giovanni like a drunk fool. Oh, yeah, that, I mean, it was up until that point. Like, up until that point, she looked good. And then, who cares? Like, I love throwing out meaningless apologies. Like, I don't, like, yeah. like just to move it along. Just say you're sorry for <laughs> screaming in her thing and and put it to bed. Yeah. Yeah. So, she ends up losing this whole battle. 
at the end of the day. But they all sort of like shake hands and are fine or say that. Although fine. like Luann in her con- confessional saying like, I'm not feeling this. And that's not a great Luann look. No, Luann's not looking good this season. Yeah. And she's had even like, even through all of Tom, she still looked good. Are they trying to be nice to her because her kids are suing her for her house and she's... But she doesn't look good. Fragile. So who's nice to her? I, Bethany's being nice to her. I feel like... I feel the same way I feel about Lisa Vanderpump, that there are like three editors that are trying to make her look good and like one editor who's swooping in trying to make her look... Or three editors trying to make her yeah. look bad and one editor trying to make her look good on the side. Oh my God, I do have to give a shout out to Ryan Bloomquist, I think his name is. He posted a video of... Remember back in the day... When Bethany's hair was looking a lot like Lou's. Oh, the us? The, the us? us. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was screaming. I will also say, like, of course, there are at least one editor that's trying to make Luann look bad because they brought back the worst that Luann has ever looked when she was doing oh. charity work with those teens. Yes. And she just called an underprivileged 10 year old fat. But she has plenty of time before she needs to start modeling. <laughs> And you so know, losing sick. weight is the easy part so to easy. a child. So easy. Oh my God. Okay. Let's quickly talk about Ramona's blind date. Ew. <laughs> I mean, it was like beautiful editing work in terms of like the man and then her talking about like all of her Yeah, Ramona saying, this is what I want, juxtaposed with a man saying the exact opposite of that. But like, can we just get Mario back in the scene? I kind of want it. And like, we know he's coming back. The season. Do you think? Do you think they're destined to be together? They deserve each other. <laughs> they do. Does anyone deserve Ramona? Mario does. I cannot wait for the reunion, just for like mm. Bethany to go at Ramona for saying <gasps> the the what Ramona said about Dennis was like. The worst thing she's ever said. Yeah. I just want everybody to scream in Ramona's face for that. For like five minutes. Yeah. For five years. Or years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but that date was rough. It was... Yeah. Yeah. So I think the only other thing we have left is Barbara versus Dorinda. Which, again, how does Dorinda... Or how does Barbara not have an apple? I don't know. Barbara, Barbara coming to that apartment and wanting to tear it all apart. Dorinda wants to make some like really, really, really just minor changes. And we keep we keep getting shots of the ceiling that has like one light that's missing a bulb. Yep. And Dorinda's like, no, I'm not doing the lights. <laughs> I don't want to do the cabinets. I'm not doing the t- countertops if I'm renting. And Barbara is basically saying openly to her, like, this is trash and I hate it. I I also don't really get the math of <clears throat> I think she talked with Lori, that she bought this house, this apartment in 2001 or something. And Richard didn't die for many years later. I can't imagine her and Richard living like in my brain. This was a, this was a post death apartment. And Hannah would have been God, like what? 10? No, Hannah's in her twenties. Hannah's in her, early 20s and that was almost 20 years ago it's 
Maybe I misheard something. Hannah spent her entire life in that apartment. I don't th- no because she because Dorinda said this is the apartment where we mourned Richard, which indicated to me he never lived there. Because because yeah. I if I was Dorinda, I would have said this is where Richard and I lived. That would have made it seem like they like she and Richard were living full time in the Berkshires. You think so? Yeah. And this was a mm, like maybe a this was a place. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this was the place that they were camped out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she moved to the that city makes more after Richard died. Mm, yeah. Next week, Bluestone Manor. When Ramona said, "That looks like <laughs> Bethany crying," my heart was racing like I just had watched us. I've saved the screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've used it like five times. It does look like Bethany crying. <laughs> it does look like, like Be- fully looks like Bethany crying. Holy shit! But wait, whose side are you on in this like Dorinda Babs argument? Oh. I couldn't even tell what the argument is. To um, be completely honest with you, I think they're both being annoying. Like Barbara's like is as Dorinda says like the Luann soldier, and Dorinda like. Just, just apologize for Giovanni. Who gives a shit about Giovanni? Mm-hmm. Like, of all the things to apologize for, heckling about Giovanni is not the thing I would be like planting my flag in the hill over. Especially because, like, this show doesn't reward you holding a grudge over stupid oh, yeah. shit. This, sh- this, this specific franchise is all about. Fight, move on, fight, yeah. move on. Like, why are we still fighting about something from last season? No, if you're on Orange County, you can hold a fight about Giovanni heckling, but you can't do that here. Yeah. Uh, so I'm on no one's side, but Dorinda pushing her out, wait, pushing her out, and, and Barbara being like, oh, good luck with that renovation. And, that and, was and Dorinda's like, yeah, stay home. <laughs> It was, ah! I feel like that fight went from like, do you want me to leave to like, fuck you so quickly. It was like close to Dorinda like hitting yeah. her. <laughs> like throwing something at her while she walked out of the door. And I thought earlier I was like, oh, it's just a little like Dorinda's upset. And then it was a full scale fight. So I'm glad to see that Barbara will be at Bluestone Manor will be at their vacation. Wait, I didn't see Barbara at Bluestone Manor in the preview. She's, she's there? She's not in the preview. She was not, she was famously not in the Instagram stories because they were trying the to Blue hide Stone her. Bluestone Manor with, is this the one where everyone, like the famous yes, Bethany is, Instagram yes, stories? this is it. Oh, we're going to be here for like three episodes, aren't we? At least two. We're going to be on the moon for like two episodes. <laughs> Sonia just laying on the pool table. <laughs> oh my God. Like the bear chef. Oh my God. The bear chef. Yes. I'm just putting this together now. I'm not ready. <laughs> oh, wow. I love that we like, what's special about New York is like what we know. Yeah. And then seeing it in action. Oh my God. I can't believe this is going to be those Instagram stories. All right, let's take a break. Sure, I'm going to process this. We have Drag Race, and then we'll be back with the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. What can be said about tonight's episode? Well, 
I love a spooky ball. I love any ball, any theme. Three looks from each girl is a pleasure. I wish this was every episode. And we got to see the tops really shine and two queens on the bottom who kind of deserve to be there to fight it out. And I'm not sure one really beat the other. I would not have been upset with a double elimination. Sugar Cane stood there, did what she had to do. And Ariel Versace tried to do her acrobatics and fell. So she ended up being the one who went home. Um, we had Brooklyn Heights as the winner, who I guess for like the tippy toe aspect of it all with the mummy look deserved. However, I have to, I have to say Nina West being safe was kind of a shock to me. Like that final look was possibly my favorite look of the night favorite look of Nina West's thus far. And I've been like pretty notoriously hard on Nina West throughout the competition. So for me to say this, I feel like means even more. Um, But yeah, Nina West deserves. I feel like though this early in the competition, they are trying to like spread out the wins from like queen to queen. Uh, What else? Silky Nutmeg Ganache was put in the bottom, I feel like, just to frighten her a little bit. Although I think she was, at, at the very least, safe, if not one of the top queens as well. I mean, The unicorn look was great. The Oz look, I enjoyed as well. And then, <laughs> did you steal the horns from another queen of the Aries? Uh astrology look who knows but uh i'm i'm slowly getting more and more invested however i was talking to peach Larm earlier tonight i only think about drag race now day of whereas in prior seasons i would be thinking about the season throughout the week waiting for the episode now i'm just like oh it's thursday <laughs> time for some more drag race uh so that's it let's Hop right back into the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. And we are back with the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. The Freak this week is one, Jill Zarin. Why? Tune into last week's episode of Tyler Henry's medium Hollywood media Hollywood media on E which you have never seen before I've never seen a single episode of it and basically Tyler Henry shows up to help Jill commune with Bobby Bobby um and it's a wild ride Ali Zarin and Jill's sister Lisa Wexler listening in (laughs) on headsets on the side and it's just the most Jill Zarin experience okay so for someone who has not watched Tyler Henry before, let me explain to you that the people who are listening in normally are just 
listening in. That's what I was wondering because it seemed weird that every five seconds one of the two of them would charge in screaming, I know what this story is. And also, has Jill had brain damage? Why doesn't she remember anything? Jill knows nothing. Jill does not remember Bobby's send-off in the Hamptons. She doesn't remember a party she threw for, for Bobby in the Hamptons. What? And then also, Jill did something really bad. Unnecessarily saying, well, that's so special that Bobby said, I have three, four, three, four, four. Allie's the fourth child because Bobby's children, well, they, <laughs> they like don't like to include Allie and it's like hurtful and I know they don't want to mean to be hurtful. Like, why are you doing that? Like, this is unnecessary pain. How often do you think about Bobby's daughter with the birthmark on her face that Ramona called <gasps> deformed and then the oh entire season four reunion was I forgot about arguing. that. <laughs> about Ramona calling her deformed. I forgot about that. Ramona pulled out a dictionary definition for deformed to try to argue that she was Like white trash. <laughs> yes. Ramona does not know words. Um, yeah, so this is like very clearly Jill Zarin like producing a, an episode in order to get back on TV. More so than the usual Tyler Henry, like, let's talk to the dead. Did that make, just a quick question, did it make you want her on TV more or less? More. More. Same. <laughs> Same. And we are going to get her this, this season at least once. Just I think one more episode, than, I, I think, think maybe more than once, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> so the only nice and the freak of the week this week is one... No, that was a freak. <laughs> this is a, the one true queen. true queen is Kelly Dodd. So in case you missed it, Michael Avenatti has been indicted, I believe. Mm-hmm. Arrested. Indicted for bribing Nike. Extorting, Extorting Nike. Nike. And then the day this all went down, Kelly Dodd tweeted, I can't believe I dated Michael Avenatti. I dodged a bullet on that one. And she has a picture of her, Michael, and another woman with some red, white, and blue balloons in the background, smiling ear to ear. She's wearing a Barbara style fedora. That is some gangster lunch realness. (laughs) And I think that Michael Avenatti looks exactly like Kelly's first husband. And it makes sense that they would be together. And they look good together, but Kelly recognized that he is a scammer. Yeah. And she fled. I mean, it's it's like rich, bald man energy that she's just attracted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it for this week. Apparently. Thank you for joining us. I'm really happy to be here. Where can we find you online? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Pichlarm, P-S-C-H-L-A-R-M. You left Facebook, so you are no longer part of the I Facebook community. the Facebook community, but every it was really the only part of Facebook that's still good. So if you are on Facebook... <laughs> run, don't walk. Run, don't walk. Uh, you can subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify now, which is like where all the cool kids are hanging out. Oh God, I've got to do that. You can buy merch at comethroughqueen.com slash store. I kind of do that too. Yeah. Oh my God. Everyone, this is your uh, action call to go do that. Uh, And you can give us a call at 717-47-FREAK or email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. 
You can uh, find me on Twitter at IDKIDK, and you can like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Next week is our three-year anniversary. Bye. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.